0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the second hour. No, the third hour, excuse me, of the Live with the Rank program. Biden's poll numbers somehow keep getting worse, according to an NBC News poll. That's what they write. They found that Biden is now at a 40 percent approval, the lowest level of his presidency with the NBC poll. Many other polls have him in the low 30s. 55% 55% of people disapproving of his job performance. His support from women has dropped from 51 to 44%, so that's a 7% drop. And among Latinos, from 48 to 39%. That's a 9% drop, and it gets worse. On the issues, he's 30 points underwater. <laughs> so if he's 30 points underwater on the issues, the main issues, how is he only... <laughs> Whatever. You get my point. They disapprove of his foreign policy. They disapprove of his uh, economic responses. They disapprove of uh, what's happening and what he's doing with Ukraine and Russia. They disapprove, disapprove, disapprove. Former official at the suburban branch of the UAW has pleaded guilty to charges that he embezzled more than $2 million in union money. Does anybody who runs unions not steal from the unions? I swear, these I, that's all I've heard over the last few years. and it, I, I, Maybe it's just having to do with the same cases but different people. Man, you guys that work for these unions, you really got to keep on top of these people. Timothy Edmonds pled guilty Friday to one count each of embezzling union funds and money laundering here in a suburban Detroit branch of the UAW. From 2011 to 21, 10 years, Timothy Edmonds was the secretary treasurer of the UAW Local 412. They have that much money in these locals that they're not going to miss that kind of cash? They represent 20... He sold that from 2,600 people who work for Chrysler, basically. He, quote, systematically drained, end quote, the local bank accounts of $2.2 million. He used the labor group's credit cards for personal purchases, cashing local checks, and transferring money into his accounts. He gambled with that money. He spent that money on guns. Don't tell the left. Cars and child support payments. So I guess his sentencing will be coming up next, but wow, man. Now, prior to the break, I was telling you this sadness, the depths of stupidity that people will go to protect this Katanji Judge Katanji Brown Jackson, who didn't want to tell, be put on the record what the definition of a woman is because she's not a biologist. USA Today puts out a paper about all these uh Quote, scientists, gender law scholars, and philosophers of biology, again, I ask anybody, what's a philosopher of biology? I have no idea. Said that her response of not knowing what the definition of a woman is, is commendable. And they note that, quote, competent biologists would not be able to offer a definitive answer either, end quote. Miss Rebecca Jordan Young, a scientist and gender studies scholar at Barnard College, which is an all-female, far-left, hate-men college. Quote, I don't want to see this question punted to biology as if science can offer a simple, definitive answer. Now, again, I put this to to you prior to the break. Why is it always the definition of a woman? Why aren't they saying you can't define a man either? I have not seen an article... When discussing this, that also talks about, well, we can't also define what a man is. I find that interesting. They say, quote, there isn't one so- single biological answer to the definitive, uh, definition of a woman, end, end quote. Yes, there is XX. That's simple. I mean, it, maybe you guys haven't heard about it. It's called chromosomes. It's genetics. It's DNA. It's XX. Now, you may not think you're a female, but biology, biologically, you're a female. You may not want to be a female, but biologically, biologically, you're a female. Even when you're a hermaphrodite, which is a very, very tiny percentage, I, are you still either a male or a female when it comes to XX or Y, whatever it is, YY? Unbelievable, huh? Sarah Richardson, a Harvard scholar, historian, and philosopher of biology, who focuses on the science of sex and gender and their policy dimensions, like Miss Jordan Young, emphasizes that biology does not offer a simple or singular answer to the question of what defines a woman. Again, what defines a man? They're not asking you that. Quote, as it's so often the case, science cannot settle what are really social questions. No, I think you're wrong. This is Hobbit. A professor at Harvard, who doesn't believe that gender is a scientific question or biological question. She said, in any particular case of sex categorization, whether in law or in science, it is necessary to build a definition of sex particular to the context, end quote. In fact, she says the category of what a woman is has always been in dispute. Any women out there who knew that? Any of you women out there who always know that your gender has always been in dispute. Quote, the category of women has long been politically contested. Black women, she said, were not always welcomed in the category. Well, That still doesn't make them not women. That's just was bigoted and racist. For example, while the 19th Amendment granted women the right to vote, for decades, many black women were excluded from exercising it. During Jim Crow, there would be bathrooms labeled men, women, and colored. The longstanding view of white supremacy denied recognition as women to black women and women of color. Again, that was bigotry and racism, nothing to do with science. So that's one of the ways they're covering for them. Here's the other way. Black women feeling sting of traumatizing Jackson hearings from the AP. Traumatizing. Apparently the AP never covered Amy Comey Barrett. Definitely didn't cover Kavanaugh. They write... Quote, Senator, end quote, she said, letting out an audible sigh. In that singular moment, Supreme Court Kajani Brown Jackson spoke for countless black women who have had to gather all the patience, strength, and grace within to answer insinuating questions about their credentials, qualifications, and character. How dare, how dare you ask a black person about their credentials, qualifications, and character when it comes to to going on the, a lifelong appointment to the Supreme Court. Now, the AP didn't have that same concern about Clarence Thomas, who was a black man. In fact, they questioned his credentials, qualifications, and character. Isn't that odd? Do you guys find that suspect? A little weird. That AP questioned the man's credentials, qualifications, and character as a black man, but you can't this one. It was day one of questioning at the Senate Judiciary Committee as the Harvard educated Jackson, the first black woman to be nominated for the nation's highest court, was making history. The federal judge had to endure hours of public scrutiny from skeptics, namely the Republican senators, who are erecting a wall of opposition to her landmark nomination. Quote, it was traumatizing to watch. End quote. Said Melanie L. Campbell, president and CEO of the National Coalition on Black Civic Participation and conveyor of the Black Women's Roundtable. I sent an email to the National Coalition on Black Civic Participation and conveyor of the Black Women's Roundtable and asked Miss Melanie Campbell to come on air and discuss this. Now, I sent it yesterday. We'll see if I get a response today or tomorrow. But the embarrassing thing is they believe that she, you can't, you can't question the credentials, qualifications of her character of a person who's a different color than white. And I feel it's because they feel they can't support it. Think about, this is a woman, a woman who gave three months, three months to a person who was caught consuming thousands of images of child pornography and then apologized to him. Think I'm wrong? You'll hear it coming up right after this. You're listening to The Live with Rank Show. you listen to Live with Rank. Appreciate that. What a fool would believe that science cannot determine the sex of any of us. And then we have the... Uh, Black organizations, some black organizations coming out and saying because someone is black and on the left, it doesn't matter if you're on the right. You cannot question their credentials, qualifications and character. And that's weird. John James, they questioned his credentials and qualifications and character when he was running for senator here in the state of Michigan. He's a young black man, too. Hmm. And Melanie Campbell never came to his his protection either. Hmm. That's interesting. And how sad I would feel upset. If I had groups that think that I couldn't stand on my own two feet and answer these questions of why I have a an affinity, it appears uh, a soft spot in my heart for people who, who uh, consume child pornography, as Miss Jackson seems to have. Here's Joss Holly. I did not catch this last week, and I didn't see it until uh, somehow I fell upon it. Listen to Senator Holly, laying out exactly what Miss Jackson did, apologizing to the guy who she had to give just three months to for consuming child pornography. And when she responds, I gave it the whole context. They want to talk about context. It's four minutes, and when she responds, not once does she answer the question why she apologized to that guy.
1: Here it is. There's no reason to think that you are a pedophile. And then you went on to say, again, that's another reason why you weren't going to give him, you're only going to give him three months because you had a judge that he wasn't a pedophile. And then you said, and this is something I'd, I I really need your help understanding. Then you apologized to him. And I, I just have to tell you, I can't quite figure this out. You said to him, this is a truly difficult situation. I appreciate that your family's in the audience. I feel so sorry for them and for you and for the anguish this has caused all of you. I feel terrible about the collateral consequences of this conviction. And then you go on and say sex offenders are truly shunned in our society. I'm just trying to figure out, Judge, is he the victim here or the victims the victims? You're saying that you are you're apologizing to him you're saying you're sorry for the anguish this has caused him there was a victim impact statement in this case it didn't get read into the record but it was there i've described the the videos that we have you say earlier in the case you talk about how heinous these crimes are and you describe them to your credit you describe how heinous it is to your credit and yet here you are giving him three months and apologizing to him and saying you feel sorry for the anguish it's caused him, and also saying you think that sex offenders are truly shunned in our society. So just just talk about that. Help me understand. I mean, is, is he a victim? Is that your view here? Is that why you said this? Is that what you meant by Senator?
2: Senator, I, I, again, don't have the entire record. I remember in that particular case, I considered it to be unusual, in part for the reasons that I Described. I remember in that case that defense counsel was arguing for probation, in part because he argued that here we had a very young man just graduated from high school. He presented all of his diplomas and certificates and the things that he had done and argued, consistent with what I was seeing in the record that this particular defendant had gotten into this in a way that was, I thought, inconsistent with some of the other cases that I had seen. Part of what a judge is doing, as required by Congress, is thinking about this case, thinking about unwarranted sentencing disparities that's in the statute. Other cases, other determinations that a judge may have made about this. I don't remember in detail this particular case, but I do recall it being unusual. And so my, my only point to you is that judges are doing the work of assessing in each case a number of factors that are set forward by Congress, all against the backdrop of heinous criminal behavior. But the guidelines are no longer mandatory. Congress has not corrected, as you would say, the Supreme Court's determination about that. Justice Scalia's decision that the guidelines are not mandatory. Congress has not said that. And Congress has given judges factors to consider this in my view was an unusual case that had a number of factors that the defendant was pointing out that the government was pointing out that the probation office was pointing out and i sent this 18 year old to 3 months in federal prison under circumstances that were presented in this case because i wanted him to understand that what he had done was harmful that what he had done was unlawful, that what he had done violated the law and and needed to be punished, not only by prison, but also by all of the other things that the law requires of a judge who is sentencing in this area. Did
0: did you hear an explanation? No, sorry about that. Uh, That is just the way the recording went. There's no cuts. It was just in and out. I think it may have to do with the with the uh, microphones at the hearing. Not sure why. I don't remember it sounding that way when I recorded. But anyway, that was the whole thing. Did you hear an explanation of why she was apologizing to the guy? Or she didn't say, I didn't apologize to him, which tells me she apologized to him for putting him away. Oh, well, he's just turned 18. He just graduated from high school. He's a good kid. What? And that's what these groups are concerned about that people have no right to ask her because of her color why she's so lenient every time on child on people who consume, meaning view only, to the to what we think or know of, view child pornography. Boston University professor is facing calls for his termination after he suggested Amy Comey Barrett is a white colonizer. And no one had a problem with that, right? They think this woman had a hard uh, hearing. You got a Boston University professor calling Amy Comey Barrett a white colonizer who adopted two black children as props. Yeah, she has two black children. But she just did that as props. Some progressive activists, including one of America's leading, quote, anti-racist, end quote, scholars, have suggested Supreme Court nominee Amy Comey Barrett adopted her children, the black children, to shield herself from allegations of racism. Senator Dianne Feinstein, remember her? Democrat from California said at that hearing that, quote, her dogma lives loudly within you and that is a concern, End quote. So she's questioning her religion. No one had any problem with that. And then I will ask Miss, what's her name? Campbell, if she comes on air, did you know that 25% of people convicted of just possession of child pornography go on to reoffend within 3 years. And some of them, at a smaller amount, reoffend at an even uh, worse rate, actually getting involved in producing as opposed to consumers. 25%. I was surprised it was only 25%. 269 441 You'll listen live with rank when we come back. Some not deep, but VEEP thoughts by Kamala Harris. <laughs> You'll listen live with rank, and we'll get to uh the vice president or seated vice president Kamala Harris in a minute here. I got a great email I want to give to you guys or alert you to. I was telling you about this. The group that are out there now, scientists and philosophers of biology, don't know what that is and what have you saying. well, We really don't know what a woman is. You can't look to science to determine what a woman or a man – well, no, I'm sorry. A man you can it appears, or at least they don't discuss it. Women you can't. And then they say, well, look, there was a category of women that long been politically contested, black women. Black women were not always welcomed in this category. For example, while the 19th Amendment granted women the right to vote for decades, many black women were excluded from exercising it. During Jim Crow, there would be bathrooms labeled men, women, and colored. Denying the recognition of black women and women of color. Greg writes, they say they can't define a woman because black women weren't allowed in public restrooms, but that yet they used the term woman to say they were excluded. How do they know they were women? I would ask then, too, how do they know they were black? They can't define the term, quote-unquote, woman, yet use the term, quote-unquote, woman to bolster their argument. Ludicrous. Exactly Craig. <laughs> These people are, they're not even bright enough, these people, to figure out that their arguments are ridiculous. But that was a very good point. How do they know they were women? And how do they know they were black? Because if science can't tell you what a woman is or a man is, science certainly can't tell you what color you are. Well, rank, rank, you can see the color. Oh, yeah. You can't see the sex. 99% of women and men, you can Or 95, let's say. You get my point. Very good. Very well done. Now, instead of deep thoughts, someone put together VEEP, thoughts by Kamala Harris. I love it. I thought it was hilarious. So I'm going to play it for you.
3: We have the ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been. And then to make the possible actually happen the significance of the passage of time so when you think about it there is great significance to the passage of time working women who are working full-time year-round i am here standing here imagine a future based on what we've just been able to see and because we've seen it or not doesn't mean it hasn't happened russia decided to invade a smaller country called ukraine So. Basically, that's wrong. To see where we are, where we are headed, where we are going, and our vision for where we should be. A friend in need is a friend indeed.
0: <laughs> I went off script a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> bravo, bravo, well done. That, my friends, is Deep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. Working women who are working. Full-time. That is so good. I'm going to play it again coming up in the next segment. Because it's just too good not to play it again. Is it not? Well, clean up on Isle Biden once again. Saturday in his last speech to NATO, or while in Poland, he said this.
1: For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power.
0: God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. He was talking about Putin.
1: For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. They
0: had to run out immediately and say, no, 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 no. That's not what he was saying. You heard him. For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. They came out. White House said that he didn't say that. He was, quote, not discussing Putin's power in Russia. End quote. Oh, okay. Where was he discussing Putin's power? In the White House? Over Joe Biden? Over what? Over Hunter? Who? Where? Where? That was the response. That literally was the White House official response. You know, you just heard him say, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. He wasn't discussing Putin's power in Russia. Then they went on to say the president's point was that Putin cannot be allowed to exercise power over his neighbors or the region. He is not discussing Putin's power in Russia or regime change. Really? Really? He was asked what he was calling for, or was he calling for regime change when he said Putin cannot remain in power? Biden yelled from afar, no. So then what? Where can he not remain in power? In his neighbors? He's not in power yet. He's trying to take power. Here is his other gaffe. Remember, his sanctions had nothing to do with deterrence. And no one, no one in his administration has ever said that it had to do with deterrence.
1: Sanctions never deter. You keep talking about that.
3: purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrent.
1: The purpose of the sanctions in the first
4: instance is to try to deter Russia from going to war. The president believes that sanctions are intended to deter. They're meant to prevent and deter a large-scale invasion. We want them to have a deterrent effect. The sanctions are designed in the first instance to try to deter Russia from taking further aggression. As well as our efforts to uh, both try to deter Russia uh, through sanctions. If you pull the trigger on that deterrent, well, then it doesn't exist anymore as a deterrent.
0: Remember, he or no one in his office or his administration ever said that sanctions were a deterrence. So what you heard never occurred. Just so you know that. Biden intends to propose a minimum tax of 20% on households worth more than $100 million. Which will cut the projected budget deficits by more than one trillion over the next decade, according to a fact sheet. How many of you believe that they will actually use that money to not not to be spent, but to cut the projected budget deficits? So one trillion dollars they're going to take from people who have money or are worth more than a hundred million. By taking 20% away from them. So if you have $100 million, they will take 20 million away from you. Then you have 80. If you can't recoup that money, they'll take, then what? Then they won't charge you the 20%. And now where are you going to get it from? That will bring you to this $1 trillion over 10 years. And again, the reason I'm bringing this up is simply put, do you think they'll actually use that to cut the deficits? All of you who keep reminding me in the past that during the um, Newt Gingrich uh, time as Speaker of the House, when Bill Clinton was president, when Bill wasn't uh, uh, having sex with interns in young college age interns in the White House in the actual Oval Office uh, while he was speaking to heads of other states. And he actually, and that actually happened, he uh, was agreeing with Newt Gingrich when it comes to being more budget conscious. And you keep pointing that there was a budget surplus. Show me where the, in those years, the deficit or our debt went down. It didn't. It increased. So how do you have a budget surplus, yet you have a debt increase because you spend it? Same thing will happen here. Two six nine four four one nine five nine five. You listen to live with Rank. We'll be right back after this. That's right. Uh, seated as our vice president. Kamala Harris certainly is some kind of special. And again, as I promised you, because I thought it was great. And why not end uh, the show on, well, we're not over yet. In fact, give me a few minutes. I'll play that to actually end the show on a good, uplifting, funny note. Here's Biden's administrator, administrator, ambassador to NATO being asked the question yesterday on fox's sunday morning politico show concerning whether uh, the the sanctions were supposed to be a deterrence come on again were they meant to deter or not Well, look, before the
3: war, obviously, we were laying out the consequences in pretty explicit detail with the hope that President Putin would take an alternative course. We were trying in that moment to sharpen his choice. Mm-hmm. We were also.
0: Well, there you go. She's not saying it wasn't. She was actually alluding to it was here. Also, is something that I can't remember if I played this for you last week or not. So if you had heard it already, well. Well. You'll just learn a little more. Peter Schweitzer has been an author and has does deep, deep dives into following the money. And he's done several books. And of course, they say that uh, those on the left who he's exposing you know, don't like him very much. But he does do quite a bit of investigative work, deep dives into money that are... Ex- Exchange hands, And he, it's not just the left, although he catches the left more than the right. He has exposed the right people on the right before also. He was discussing this and how China is involved, I think, in Russia also. Here it is. I think he was on Maria Bartoloma's Fox Business Show late last week.
4: China's looking out for China's interests, uh, and they want an alliance with Russia Uh, because they like Russia's natural resources, something they very strongly need. On the other hand, uh, Russia's move into Ukraine has united the West, which is not something that they are particularly interested in. So I think they're they're playing it the way you would expect. Uh, They certainly want uh, Russia to succeed, uh, but they don't want the West unified in any kind of coherent way because it will make things more difficult for them. Yeah, um, we're going to go in a moment to John Kirby at the Pentagon, but I want to squeeze in one more question with you here because, um, as I mentioned, the title of your book, and we all remember that President Biden, Vice President Biden, was in charge of overseeing relationships with Ukraine. Uh, His son, Hunter Biden, had business relationships with Ukraine and China, and there's some new light shed on that, especially in light of the fact that The New York Times has now decided, actually, yes, it was Hunter Biden's laptop that all those emails about China and Ukraine business deals are on, what surface is here that you think is going to be instrumental in looking at this Biden-China relationship now? Well, I think the thing we have to keep in mind is, as regards to what's going on in Ukraine, uh, the Biden family has received funds from three countries principally involved. They received millions of dollars from pro-Putin oligarchs, Uh, that was spelled out by the U.S. Senate in their investigation. They've received money from uh, Ukraine, uh, particularly from a company owned by an oligarch who helped put Zelensky into power. And you have the relationship with China. And and my view is quite simple, Uh, Washington, D.C. is about follow the money. If politicians are getting campaign donations from Wall Street or Big Oil, that's a story. We're talking here about tens of millions of dollars that the Biden family has personally uh, received. That absolutely needs to be part of the conversation and discussion, uh, because I don't think you can separate their personal, financial, commercial interests uh, from the decisions that he has to make in this situation.
0: That's right. I wanted you to hear that. And again, Peter Schweitzer has followed the money many times on both sides of the aisle. Remember earlier I told you that political and Harvard School of Public Health now shows that parents are growing increasingly concerned about the effect of masking on their kids, so 46% of plurality now. Say that it hurt their kids' social learning and interactions. 45% said, nah, I had nothing to do about with hurting their social interactions or learning. Not at all. 9% said, yeah, slap a mask on my kid. They've actually became, uh, it had helped their social learning and interactions. Democrats facing competitive races in 2020 midterm elections are attempting to get rid of mask mandates sooner rather than later. And this is from Axios. This is a left-leaning, at best you can call them left-leaning, if not further, paper. A new paper for the younger woke crowd, Axios, reported that. Some vulnerable Democrats are supporting a Republican-led bill that would repeal mask mandates, setting up a confrontation with the White House's stance on the issue, Axios reported. Think about this. All those years, those two years that they pushed and pushed and pushed the wearing of a mask, to find out now it was all politically motivated. Because if it wasn't, they wouldn't be looking to get rid of mass mandates with the Republicans as quickly as possible as Axio says it. Isn't that fair to say? Would they have been trying to, or today, if they truly believed that mask protects your children? It's one or the other. They either now don't care about protecting your children or they knew from the beginning it never protected your child. And now... They're, quote, attempting to get rid of mask mandates as quickly as possible, end quote. Axios, not Fox News, not anybody in Fox News. Axios, a left-leaning news publication. Even Michigan Democrat Congresswoman Elisa Slotkin Told Axios, "Oh, the reason we're getting rid of it is it's based on science now. Oh, it wasn't based on science before. Now I'm going to leave you with a smile on your face. Here's some deep, not deep, but deep thoughts by your seated Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris."
3: We have the ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen. The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time. Working women who are working full time year round. I am here, standing here. Imagine a future based on what we've just been able to see. And because we've seen it or not, doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So, basically, that's wrong. To see where we are, where we are headed, where we are going, and our vision for where we should be. A friend in need is a friend in need. <laughs> I went off script a little bit.
0: That's Veep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the show today. Appreciate that. Tomorrow, state pocketed millions in COVID-release cash for pet projects. We'll certainly talk about that, and it is unbelievable. Money to improve minor league sports arenas, uh, to purchase hotels. It's unbelievable. Talk to you tomorrow at 9 a.m.